0: Yo, 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 what is up, Safe Space fam? We are back in the studio again with another podcast. Uh, As always, it's your boy, Jordan, with Jason. And uh, here we got a very special guest today. Uh, He's a good personal friend of mine. Uh, We go, like, way, way, way back, and uh, we wanted to bring him on the show today for a little, you know, insight on, like, our previous conversation, which was talking about, like, time management. Uh, Everyone, please give a warm welcome to my friend, Isaiah Bartholomew. Hey, 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 how's everybody doing? So, um, as me and Jason were talking about, Isaiah, uh, the thing about Safe Space is, um, he pretty much knows the deal. We are a non for profit organization, uh, within the state of New Jersey and we are heavily against like anti-bullying we're also all for like supporting the community finding ways to all like you right, know right. you know help people out and like try to find like creative insight on like how we could give you know maybe some people advice about how to like live better do better and just like uh lots and lots of self-love and self-encouragement talk. so um it's, pre- a, it's like yeah. a, it's like a
1: healthy it's like a like a i guess a lending w- w- ear a a place where people young adult young 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 adults can mm-hmm. get a uh, an insight of if their day is not going well if yeah space with some some type of peer pressure or stress sure. that safe space is their destination to feel comfortable to so you don't, don't feel ostracized to feel like they're in a safe just a safe environment to be
2: and most importantly just to feel
0: like mm-hmm. hurt you know because yeah. I feel as though a lot of people, uh, especially in today's time, really don't feel heard mm. about like their struggles, about like, you know, their daily ploy, which is what leads to the conversation today, which is time management. Mm. Now, as we all know, uh, Christmas is low key right around the corner yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, everybody's getting like getting grind time on like mm-hmm. gifts and like presents and like, mm-hmm. you know, food and stuff for the family because mm-hmm. people are going to have guests over. Um, this weekend I'm actually gonna head over to my girlfriend's house on Christmas Eve because they celebrate Christmas actually twice a day. Really? Yeah. So it's like uh Christmas Eve and Christmas. They they basically just do like Christmas one, Christmas two. Yeah, we do too. Yeah. yeah. And then on Christmas Day, she's gonna be with uh, me and the fam. Day is also coming over as well. So we're gonna have like a little nice uh, family and friends like celebration and loved Mm -hmm. ones as well. Um, but yeah, if there was one thing I had to say about like time management and everything, man, it's rough. It is. It is so, it is, so it is, rough, bro. It's it's like, how do you like try to find that balance between like, you know, work and a social life? And like, you know, if kids who are in college right now with school and everything like that, uh, it's December, finals are like literally around the corner. They're just trying to find their way to like just wrap their heads around these things uh me personally i like to have like my days organized like arnold schwarzenegger said in his motivational video that broke the internet mm-hmm. that basically you got to organize your day because we got 24 mm-hmm. hours in a day how do we portion it right so maybe you take some time out for yourself which obviously you gotta get to your job you gotta make that money get that paper but you also gotta make time to like you know get some rest in between mm-hmm. get something to eat make sure you're eating healthy eating right but you know if you don't have enough time you gotta just like grab something real quick and go If feel like it's not a healthy snack or like you know that type of deal but Isaiah, what do you feel as though um, time management should like be operated or organized? Sometimes it's easier said than done. Yeah,
2: you know because when life life is a life is a crazy thing. Yeah, you know you get up, you plan your day accordingly, and then you never know something could happen. Yeah, uh, oh yeah. Either you know, you know your car break down. Either family, you know, situations, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But, you know, you do the best you can and right. you keep moving. Like for example, mm-hmm. my birthday or whatever. I was supposed to um this was this happened Tuesday or whatever. I, pl- I try to plan accordingly, you know, get up early, work out, you know, go to the laundromat, wash my clothes, then I got work. Yeah. So basically the clothes thing, it didn't work out yeah. and I had to do it the next day on uh-huh. my birthday. But you know, you know, like I said, life, it's it's crazy. Sometimes things does not work out. But you just go with the flow, do what you gotta do. Right. Because at the end of the day, you gotta get that money. That, I know that's a
0: fact. that's all right. It's <laughs> simple as that. Yeah. What about you, Jason? Like, what do you personally think uh, time management is to you?
1: Oh, well, time management is. Well, I was reading one day about a lot of things online or in mm-hmm. a, a book, and it said that writing everything down, write everything they down. You do like one day, yeah, write everything down and see how your day goes. Like, even if it's just like get up, yeah, take a shower, yep. eight eight fifteen, have breakfast, eight fifteen, eight thirty. And just map out your day that way to see exactly where your time is going. Because people say to themselves, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, right. I got, it's only 12, I got all this time. But before you know it, it's like 3.30. And you're like, oh my God, oh my God, where did they go? So it's just like, and people think they, some people think they wasted the day. Yep. So even when you're doing things, you don't realize how fast time goes. Right. So just like, I guess planning.
0: Yeah, have like a planner, you know, to like write like, stuff down, or, like do something at this time.
1: Right. Like an online planner or some,
0: so that, like, you just have everything I like, planned out ahead of time. Yeah, no, I actually remember my mm-hmm. girlfriend telling me that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, if you want to make sure, like, everything in your day goes smoothly, mm-hmm. you just got to write it down, put it in a planner if you want to organize, mm-hmm. like, an event. Like, for example, mm-hmm. we want to go someplace fancy for a date and everything like that. We just got to, like, map it out, plan it out, and then basically, like, write everything down. A planner, even getting, like, a calendar, making sure, like, you know, like, what specific day of a month mm-hmm. that you have, like, either a special event or a special occasion or, you know, you got, like, something like big, like a big deal to take care of and you gotta like you know make sure you're on top of that stuff having a planner definitely definitely always works and i that's something i gotta start doing too because i think like saturdays are by far the most like fast forward days for me even though it's on the weekend because i work saturdays at the gym Mm -hmm. and uh, i'm basically running the shift all day but the problem with it is it's like, you know, I try to get in a workout multiple times uh, multiple times a week. I'm trying to maybe even get a workout on the weekend now Sunday I'm off. But you know, uh I try so like to basically get myself going, get myself like um up, up, and running and something like that, but it's hard because I'm not a morning person. I just, <laughs> I can't get up in the morning. It's like when you get up, especially after you had like a night of partying or like being out with people and everything like that, drinking and all that. It's like how do you get up out of bed? That is the first step. How do you do that? You can set ten alarms. and Sometimes you still don't. Wake up. Yeah, it's still, you still will not wake up. It's like, it's like, say, how do you do it? How do I do it? Yeah, like when you try to like wake up first thing in the morning and basically start your day off like strong. I force myself out you of my watch.
2: bed. like sometimes you just gotta do it you know you like for example I went out partying then partying came back until like 6 in the morning I didn't wake up till maybe 12 and I had work that day so (laughs) It really, it, it. I really had to force myself out of bed, took mm-hmm. a cold shower, and mm-hmm. just try to feel get refreshed, man. Are you freezing? I, <laughs> tell you what, man, I had to drink a, like uh like three cups of coffee just to just to get back in the mode, man. But you know, like I said, you do what you
0: can and keep on moving. Right, 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 right. Yeah, the, yeah, it, it's yeah, it, it's a hassle, but I also believe, like you know. It's not impossible because like, you know, we previously said, get a planner and everything down. But also is like, I remember like I told you, Jason, currently I'm working at the schools yeah, yeah. Uh, in my hometown of Union as like a student aid paraprofessional. Yeah. So when I was with my um, students in Mrs. Tennant's class, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, students for like special learning and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, every like session during social studies, we always watch something like CNN news. One thing that I saw that was very interesting on CNN news was basically the whole idea of like a four, a four day work week mm-hmm. where you basically choose to pay like four days out of the week mm-hmm. that you work and come into your jobs and basically make time in between to like get some rest, collect yourself, collect your thoughts. I actually started doing that, um, with my second job at the YFC. So like after I'm done with the school job, I can get a little man to myself, rec- uh, recuperate myself, you know, make a sandwich, get some lunch. And then, like, rest up for a little bit, take a quick power nap, and then boom, I'm ready to go and get the rest of my night started. Mm-hmm. Uh, like me and Isaiah, we normally like to work out like um, after hours because that's when you know the gym's a little quiet. But that's also like around the time where we have like the most energy because, like I said, not a morning person, more of a night person. Yeah, I me. Mean, Isaiah knows this, and I know this. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like I was,
1: and um, i been working, and I was in a meeting one day, and they said something about um. Uh, like just taking five, like a couple minutes, like meditate, and like just like focus on your breath, and just like just focus on your breathing, mm. and then writing down they call it like mindful journaling, writing everything down that you have to do that day on a certain amount of time, to just prevent yourself from getting overwhelmed and stressed out. Because I think with time management, people think they have got so much to do and not enough time to do it, and then because they spend so much time procrastinating, right. like someone in school, like kid in school, like they think, "Oh my god, I got all this work to do. What am I gonna get it done?" And they don't know how. Sometimes it's hard for for them to budget, for well, hard to budget time. Yeah, I mean, sometimes for me it's hard to budget time.
0: Yeah, we talked about like being a master procrastinator the last time. It was like, mm-hmm. especially when I was in college, is like, bro, mm-hmm. I knew for a fact that I couldn't be a procrastinator anymore and like waste use my time unwisely. Mm-hmm.
1: Because of the fact that it was,
0: like, it was literally messing with everything that was going on. Like, my flow was messing with my grades. It was messing with, like, my academic achievements and stuff like that. Like, I knew for a fact that I had to get it together. Because, like, college, that's probably the toughest time for, like, a lot of young adults in their life. And don't even get me started on, like, preparing for graduation. That was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. But I took some advice from my friends, made a planner. I even took some advice from my teachers, too. Mm -hmm. It's like, take, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. least, like, maybe 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Take take some of our, take, like take like takes uh ten minutes of your time and then basically um just take take like ten
2: minutes.
0: Of your time. Oh, All right. Yeah. No. So we got into like a little hiccup, so we're um we're just gonna we're just gonna go back to like um another topic that we were discussing, which is um. Bullying.
1: Well, the the book, this fact is the the boring...
2: uh, you're off desk.
0: Yeah, we're off desk.
1: No, I mean with time management and bullying. So some kids are bullied. I know some of you guys out there are bullied because you say to yourself, "Oh, I can't get this project done because I was bullied last night." Yeah, you're bullied at school, so you're up, you're up half the night worrying about your school work. So what happens? You can't don't get the project done, and you continue to
0: be bullied. That's- you know, now that I think about it, bullying is actually. Uh- it's actually a contributor to like time management because it's like, just think about it like this. You're literally just trying to like get stuff out of your day out the way. And then there's that one person who just feels the need to just like urge you mm-hmm. to just like, you know, push you off the edge and then basically like ruin your whole day, ruin your whole plans and everything like that. Because i dealt with so many times, so many times i dealt with people like that, especially as an adult. Low key, I had a whole day plan where it's like, I get my haircut, go to school, blah, 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 blah. blah. Now, of course, I was running a little bit behind because I was doing the favor for a, uh, for a friend. And uh, I, when I got to my appointment on time, you know, I'm waiting for my barber to cut my hair. This one dude, like, behind me cusses, cusses me out behind my back. And I'm just sitting here. I was like, bro, I'm just getting my hair cut. Like, He's, oh, he, not doing anything. he didn't yeah. match his time well. And I was bullying you. And then yeah. after, like, it, and after that <clears throat> one moment, that one moment that, like, just, oh, uh, that just really, like, threw me out of my phone. <clears throat> it's like the rest of my day was ruined. So bullying can actually have a really big effect. On like, you know, uh, people's day and how things go and like, you know, with their jobs and everything like that. Because all it just takes is that one moment to just like make you just switch your whole mood up entirely. It does. It does. Yeah. You guys ever dealt with something like that?
1: I have. I mean, it happens in school. It happens sometimes. It happens at work sometimes. It happens at yeah. school. It happens with kids. And, you know, if one kid, if he can't get his work done. He's stressed out. I know. He can't get his work done. So he gets frustrated and he takes it out on another, some other kid. And before you know it, there's a full fledged going on So I think what has to be done is time management will help eliminate or reduce the bullying. I don't know if it's going to prevent it. Probably not. Because time management leads to stress. Yeah. It's just people, everyone gets stressed. And the stress leads to the bullying and the lashing out on each other. And then life. Or people, it puts people in a, in a bad way. So you want to try to eliminate that by just managing time wisely and effectively. Right. I think so. Yeah.
0: So uh, what about you? Do you ever had a moment where someone just like straight up ruined your day and threw you out of your phone?
2: Yeah, but kind of took care of that situation. So. Not to take care of it. Not the nicest way. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We got a bad boy over here. We got a rebel. Yeah. So so usually I can probably name you one thing. This is back in the day. Let me see. I'm 30 years old now, so I'm probably gonna go back to when I was like eight, eight or nine. All right. So I was dealing with a kid, you know. I was um basically I was riding my bicycle or whatever. I didn't really have friends, you know. Kind of was more like a loner, didn't really like, you know, take you know Criticism that well, and you know, kid, you know, he cursed me out for no reason. He wanted to bully me, took my bike. Right. So that one time, I walked home to my grandmother. What happened? You know, she said she'll buy me another bike, but I wanted my bike. So what I did was went all my cousins up, uh-huh. and we handled the situation. Sure. Got my bike oh, back, boy. and.
1: Yeah, the situation.
2: You know, it wasn't the nicest way to do it, but, you know, I felt like I was being bullied and I had, you know, family, you know, on my side to help me out. Right. And, you know, now that I think about it, I kind of like want to be more, I ain't going to lie, I want to be a pacifist in a way. Yeah. Because I don't like getting into conflict. I never really liked it at all. But I'm going to tell you something. If somebody hurts somebody I care about, mm. I'm a pacifist, but I'm a pass these fists if I have to. Oh my lord, lord, lord. Well, hey,
0: I mean like hey, you know, it's rough out here, so mm-hmm. more power to you. But yeah, it was conflict really does like, you know, do something to like really like um so we're gonna actually go to a quick uh break and um we're gonna catch up back with you guys and we'll continue this conversation later. But, um, okay. yep. While you guys are on break, uh, just basically tell us some of your stories. Uh, let us know, like, what happened during your day with a bully or an incident or a conflict that, you know, um, uh, really just got your day out of funk. And we will be more than happy to offer some input and we'll be right back. Okay. Thank Hi, everybody. We're
2: back on uh, Safe Space, uh, New Jersey. I'm here with, uh, Jordan and, Jason, correct? Yes, that's it. So we're back to uh, talking about bullying and how that affects, you know, us, how it affects us as a person, because, you know, sometimes when you get bullied, you know, you take that with you. And then at the end of the day, you know, you don't know how to go about, you know, like, you know, talking to talking to somebody or like, you know, like just holding it in, you can actually take it out on somebody who doesn't deserve it. Because, you know, you have it's either you have nobody to talk to, it's either if you talk to that one person, they're gonna, you know, they they also think they you're gonna be like a you know, like a a wimp or something. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it's very hard. And sometimes even the the one who's doing the bullying is the person who gets hurt the most. Right. Because we don't know what's going on in their lives. We don't know, you know, if they're whatever, you know, happening. You know, whether it's between parents, whether Mm -hmm. it's, you know, through abuse mm. and through, you know, not just having a good life because, you know, in a way, everybody in this whole world, in a way, you know, there's joy, there's laughter,
0: there's love, mm. but there's also pain in and hurt. The yep. You know, and that's the reason why we're here, because we want you guys to share your stories with us. We want to share our stories with you because we're all kindred spirits here. We all have had some form of experience that is basically like, you know, it's taking a toll on us. And like Isaiah just said, there while there is room for love in this world, there's also a lot of pain going around, especially during the times that we're living in where people are secluded, still, you know, stuff going on around the world with COVID and everything like that. It's bullying comes in all forms, whether like physically, verbally, mentally, emotionally, or even digitally, now that we live in like the you know social media era and everything like that. So just know that we're here to share your stories and we're picking up where we last left off. Uh, Isaiah, you were sharing your like personal story, like growing up being bullied and just dealing with a lot of like turmoil that like just completely ruined your day. So uh, you want to jump back on it? Yeah, so sure, Um, when I did got my bike
2: back, and you know, I uh you know, explain to my grandmother what was going on. Mm. You know, she was kind of like happy I got my stuff back, but she was kind of also disappointed because me and my family, you know, we kind of like, we really did a number on the boy. Yeah, And, uh, you (laughs) know, my grandmother was wise, you know, she she told me I should apologize to him. So I'm like, why the heck should I apologize to him? And, you know, this was back in Trinidad. So, you know, you get disrespectful, you get the belt. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it wasn't, you know, I I apologized to the kid. And I found out this kid, his father passed away maybe like uh, two years ago prior. Mm -hmm. And, you know, his mom... He she was working like two almost three jobs just mm. to try and provide. So he didn't know how to go about, you know, dealing with his situation. And mm. he say, why doesn't why don't he take it out on the small little breath? Mm. I know I ain't small anymore, but yeah. you know just just situations like that, you never know what's going on with a bully. Yeah, you yeah, you have some of them who just like to take advantage of the situation, take advantage of your kindness. Right. But you also have that one person who gets who has a tremendous a lot of pain and he or she doesn't know how to go about doing it the right way. Right. Because that's the life we live in. Mm whether it's high school, middle school, college, whatever, some there's going to be some type of bullying, and that's why we're here to talk, to, to give you advice, to go about how to go about doing it the right way, how to deal with it the right way, whether it's talking to a therapist, whether it's, you know, talking to your family or even if you're not close to your family, there are ways how to go about controlling yourself, mm. whether it's through doing it through martial arts mm. or just working out. There are more positive ways
0: of dealing with that. I 100% totally uh, possibly agree because I want to take into the accounts the words of one of my uh Keen professors, Professor uh, Rochelle Bond, Professor Bong, you're listening to this, shout out to you. Mm -hmm. But when we were reading stories, and we were we were reading books about like the most heinous, the most unlikable, the most vulgar characters possible, we were left with like one important statement. Every person has a meaning behind what they do, how they do it, and how they go about their daily uh, you know, about their daily life. Like if you're dealing with a bully who's going through like, you know, like basically he's going through a lot of turmoil or she's going through a lot of turmoil, or like uh, they, they, for the people who are non-binary, we, you know, we automatically want to assume the worst than people. We want to assume that this person just wants to like push us around and make us feel small because of the fact is that, you know, they have nothing else better to do today, but you don't know what's going on. And mm-hmm. I think, bullies who deal with like the death of a parent especially like a paternal figure like their mm-hmm. father that you know is supposed to like teach them how to be respectable mm-hmm. teach them how to like you know walk in this world with like purpose but and you know like with uh generosity in your heart and stuff like that and being like you know hard working and humble you know when you remove that from the equation and this kid this boy that was messing what i said you know he's basically left to his own devices with his mom working two jobs, not being around the house as much. He needs like an outlet and he felt as though the main outlet was a negative one to take it out on another person. And it's like, look, you don't have to agree with the way the guy went about it. But after hearing like Isaiah share his side of the story, you now understand we're we are here, not just to like basically help the people who have been hurt, but also the people who are hurting on the other side. Right. You know, if, if you were a bully, the first step is to like you know, look back at look back at like how you handled the situation, but also, what are you gonna do now? Right. What I are think, you what are you gonna do now? Go ahead, Jason. I think it's all like having a positive influence. Influence,
1: and in, like in, in the case of Isaiah, he didn't have to have was not a positive influence in myself too. When I was at that age, you walk back in my room for me. Um, there was kids at the block that. Were, I lived from, uh, that in my neighborhood, mm. and I was a target of being bullied by one kid, and he would bully me every, you know, not nine times nine times out of ten I got along good with the other kids, but this one kid he came around on his bike and he was just a, a bad seed, and he saw me as an easy target and he bullied me, but once he mm. once he he left, yeah, he was it was a different scenario, but mm. I think it is that having a positive having having dividing driving kids into that positive Mm. out being having a positive way like i think with safe space you always have a positive way a positive way with us because we will welcome like jordan said anyone who's what wants to non binary binary you're all welcome to come into Safe Space NJ. Absolutely. When we start, when we do have our physical location, which we hope to have established within the next maybe six months, everyone can come who's feeling that they need to talk to someone who's Absolutely. being ostracized, ostracized by their friends. Or, mm. I mean, I think that's you know we're a positive force for you and count, for human.
0: Speaking of that, yeah, mm. let me tell you. Have I have had bullies that were like close to home friends? But the mm-hmm. the question is like this: the bullies who are like your friends, the mm-hmm. people who are your acquaintances, we you need to ask like the million dollar question: mm-hmm. Are they really your friends if they're thriving on, you know, you well, being downsized, downplayed, and miserable? Jason, what do you
1: do? Well, you know, it's like you have a friend, and you get along with the you get on with the kid, you get along with them, but then this other kid comes around. And he comes in between you and your friend, and then right. you're getting bullied, and he turns your your friend against you.
2: Yeah, that's what, that's it's what... all the scary situations. Mm-hmm. Let me make let me make this easy for, for you guys and for everyone that's listening. Mm-hmm. Friends like that, you know, if another person gets in between that, and that friend chooses that other person to bully you. He was never your friend to begin yeah. with. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Because yeah. there are people like that. Yeah. And, you know, there are also people, you know, who would take advantage of your good heart, whether it's, you know, to borrow money, which you don't pay back, uh-huh. whether, it's, whether it's, you know, just taking advantage of every little situation. Right. But... A good person, a friend. If we have any like those, that type of person is the one who looks out for you, right. who calls and try to, you know, see how you're doing. Or when he sees you down, he or she sees you down. Mm-hmm. You know, you give them advice. You right. you show them that you're not alone in this. That oh, when I fall, when you fall down, I'm here to pick you back up.
1: Yeah, it's a real yeah. friend.
2: That's yeah. No, that's definitely a real friend right there. Because I remember. No. We now, as a friend, understand this. Oh. There'll be some days when we got it. When we get heated arguments, there'll oh. be some days where maybe we might not talk to each other. That's good. But that person's always going to look out for you and your best interests, right? Even though if you think they're annoying, mm-hmm. but. They're gonna have your back. Right. And that's
0: that's God and it's true. Because so like, you know, you consider these people like family, you know, you consider them like mm-hmm. brothers. It's like, you know, if you're just gonna let like the small things get between you guys and then you're chasing after like another person who's like complete embodiment of toxic, complete embodiment that's of true. like, you know, very abusive friendship types. You you just wanna like what made you wanna like jump into that situation? It's like it's not a good situation, it's never a good look. So that's why we always encourage people is like, you know, surround yourself with good company. Po- positive, I say. positive people. Very positive, very positive company. Because the last thing you want in your circle is like, you know, people who are acting weird around you, you know, they basically get, they basically like get a little controlling, a little like jealous when, you know, you're like, um, choose, choosing to like basically vibe with other people that are like, you know, that don't operate the way mm-hmm. they operate. And like, Yes, they made a really good point. It's like, you know, even though, like, yeah, I've got my friends. They like to clown around. I like to clown around. And, but it's like, it, it's all love at the end of the day, right? Because it's like, it's like brotherhood. It's like sisterhood. It's like, just basically, like, it's like your second family. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if call me corny with the Fast and the Furious meme or whatever like that. But I'm a huge believer in family. And I'm a huge believer that, like, you know, it's not just blood. It's basically who you surround yourself with, who makes you feel safe, who makes you feel <laughs> as though... You're accepted. And I have a personal story, too, because of the fact that I was like bullied ever since I was like 12, 11, 13. It started off in middle school. I was dealing with, like, of course, the typical the jocks on the basketball team and the football team trying to mess with me, trying to basically get me out of my comfort zone, get me heated to the point where it's like, hey, now when I fight them, you know, it could come out one, or two ways. Either I could get stomped out or I could basically come out on top, but I could come out like vicious. And I chose to be the gentle giant. Now was it hard? yes, did it lead me to a lot of dark places, absolutely, but at the end of the day, I endured, and I learned what good does it do? What good does it do, and Of course, yeah, I've had some friends like that, you know, I've had an old buddy um from my one of my uh old churches. Uh, and he basically like, you know, every time we hung out, he would like downplay me, you know, make me feel small, make me feel like some type of way. When I started like hanging out with other people, he got a little jealous and he started getting controlling. Then, oh boy, he, uh, threatened my life at one point, but it's like, you know, why are you doing this to me when you're my friend? It's like, but then I understood his story, the stuff that he was going through with his family, Mm -hmm. his upbringing, you know, it's like. I always keep telling people like be grateful when there's good people in your life trying to do right by yeah. you because you never life you only have one it's one life it's short when you see that there are people that want to open up the best parts of you that want to basically unleash the best parts of you you don't turn that down mm-hmm. you don't turn that down yeah, at me, and if you're having yeah. a day don't take it out on them because now you're the bully right I, mean, I agree with you george i agree 100 because
1: um Just in in general, like with different like school organizations, they got involved in. I always that that's one of the reasons why Safe Space came to intuition because of my experiences. And I saw how when I was in school, how those how certain kids were affected by bullies. And I said, what better way to approach? approach to correct people and getting this organization started so i mean i think this is a this is safe space is a is a living breathing fact of a, mm. of a negative situation that it became positive exactly so we we want you know to hear everyone else who's bullied out there their their story if they're being bullied if it's a negative probably turn it into a positive if you're being bullied at school Reach out to find out if you're interested in playing guitar and yeah. instrument
0: music, music definitely.
1: See if so you can get involved, actually, a guest How do I get involved in music club,
0: right? Um, or stuff I, that you like, like anime club, right, sports I mean, club, you I know,
1: that person, type of deal. He he was he didn't know where he fit in in school, in high
0: school, and mm. he got involved in music and now he's got a little bango and everything. So like, See, I love it, like I love when stuff like that happens, like taking you know taking basically all the turmoil and turning it into like, you know, power and strength. It's like, that's re- that, that's really good that that happened to your cousin. And I'm telling you, man, I think the worst times when bullying is rough, especially when it comes to like getting through your day on the whole time management thing is definitely in school. Like high, it's high school to be specifically like, te- like, you know, kids can be a little cruel at like a specific age, but when they're like on the verge of like becoming young adults when they're like teenagers and stuff. i working at the high school. I've seen, teenagers can be brutal they can be seriously they can be seriously 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 brutal it's a tough school it it is it is it's it's probably one of the toughest times of your life because that's the transition you know where it's like hey you're in high school now but like you know you're leading into adulthood and you're going to go out into the world you know Who knows? Maybe these people might change. I'm a firm believer that like time can change people because like the person who you were when you were a freshman camp is definitely going to be not be the person who you were as a senior. (laughs) So it's like, you know, it's all about like basically how do you uh, carry yourself and how do you go about it? And yeah, it's like, you know i've dealt with my fair share of bullying i've had work i'm working with students because of like um they have like ieps which is basically like abbreviations on like you know mm-hmm. their learning abilities their like you know mental you know like their uh mental you know mental health issues and stuff like that and one of the things that works is like just providing consistent positive affirmations because i remember when i was working with my student marcus you know he was getting picked on a lot he was getting messed with mm-hmm. but uh he recently he went to like the homecoming dance at the high school and he was the life of the party it's like just seeing him happy just seeing him living his best life and just being proud of who he is and not being ashamed of like you know because he's he's had a rough upbringing too Mm -hmm. just seeing him like uh just thriving and flourishing as a freshman you know I low-key wanted to shed a tear. I was, like, really, really crying. It was just, it made my day just to see him so happy. And sometimes we need that, too. Just seeing other people happy can also make us happy, too, you know? Because it's, like, it's, I really, you know, because, like, you know, Isaiah, after I've heard, like, enough of his uh, stories here, and then, like, um. You know stories that he continuously tells me about his life and, you know things that he wants to like make better and stuff like that it's like i'm i keep telling the guy you know i'm rooting for you man it's like whatever you want you know go for it he tells me the same thing back it's like just hearing that encouragement makes me want to be a better person and not only doesn't want me to be a better person a healthier person mm-hmm. uh physically able person because my middle name is driven even when i was in my darkest days i never quit uh, I was, you never in, quit. That's that's the key. Yeah. Yeah. and, uh, I tell this story uh, a lot, but you know, for mm-hmm. those who didn't know, when I was at T university, I graduated class of 22. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pursuing, um, like, you know, a lot of opportunities in theater. Mm-hmm. And if I learned one of the things about theater theater, people can be a little harsh, yeah. oh. but it's like, especially when it comes to like social drama and social clicks and everything like that, I'm just sitting here saying to myself, it's like, okay, I get that you don't like me. I understand that I'm not the type of person that you want to vibe with. Well, why do you basically thrive on making me feel like a lesser version of myself? If anything, that basically they, solidifies they, the stereotypes about theater people that they're so dramatic and everything like that. But we need to show people it's like, look, I want to tell people stories to make them feel good about themselves. Yeah, you don't want to bring someone's self-esteem down. You want to
1: try and build their self-esteem up. And yeah, it, it seems like to me, it seems like those theater clicks that was bring, trying to bring you down because they felt, Let's ah, see. They felt threatened,
0: maybe threatened by you, by your talent, maybe. By your talent, yeah. And it's, so I used to go, yeah, but to go forward and go positive. Exactly. The goal is to like. That's the thing. As an actor, I take criti- i take collective criticisms—and I basically say, okay, I could have worked on this. Sometimes my old director Ernest, when I was doing like, uh, what was. Uh, the, I was doing the show Blood Wedding when I played like the father of the bride. Ernest gave me a specific point. Less is more. Also experiment. And it's like, hey, you know, I know you feel as though like you're an outcast among the cast. You know, do something that they wouldn't expect from you. And when they saw that, I, you know, I'm very, I'm very like very great at improv. It's like, you know, they said, dude, you are amazing. You're really good at what you do. You are a very passionate actor. I really hope I see you in like movies and stuff like that. Like Jordan, do, keep up the do do and seeing, uh, We'll see the movies someday. Yep. Yeah, oh yeah, you guys will. You guys are getting front row seats to my shows, especially Isaiah. <laughs> but <laughs> see it's you like, on, Broadway. See so, on Broadway. I will most definitely see you on Broadway. Maybe I'll play like the first black Beetlejuice. <laughs> but it's like but it's like, yeah, it's like and the crazy part is I believe that both the bullies can change too, because I remember the people that never liked me at the beginning of my keen journey. Mm-hmm. When I started working with them in my classes, like, for example, my pure styles acting classes where we had to do like um, Commedia dell'arte, which is like an Italian form of art that relies heavily on like movement gestures and everything like that. The guy that I thought that didn't like me most, who basically had a lot of stuff to say, he gave me the most positive criticism ever and he made me his right hand on the project. And I'm like, I thought you didn't like me. But you want to know something? Even if he didn't like me, I did what I had to do. That's it. I got it That's done. It. And guess what? It was the greatest experience I ever had as an actor. So we're gonna take it back to um cool. we're, we're gonna take it back to like a topic that we had like a little bit earlier today. Um so time management. Uh anybody else got any constructive um words about like, you know, time management? No, but I have I to say sir. Suicide. Oh man,
2: this is a big one. Topic I would like to talk is about suicide. People who bully Mm. kids to a degree, Mm. and when that kid has had enough, Mm. he can't do anything anymore. He leads towards
0: suicide. Yeah,
1: suicide. a whole. That's a huge topic.
0: And uh, we just want to give any trigger warnings out there. This word Mm. like um, offends anybody. We uh, also use words like self-deletion or self removement um, but this is a really heavy one that I definitely want to talk about. I'm yeah, really glad
1: that's Isaiah a whole Bronco. we could touch on it now, but that's a whole different. We yeah. could spend hours
0: talking about. And here's a crazy part: I'm completely playing part in this mm-hmm. too. But let's first let Isaiah, like you know, uh, Isaiah share what you got, sure
2: It's a it's a hell of a thing because you know. Being bullied from a young age, and like just getting just getting picked on, it can lead you to think some very very bad thoughts, yeah. whether it's self afflicting whether it's cutting yourself yeah. whether it's taking pills or mm. you know just you know doing something crazy. I just want to put out that suicide is not the way to go to, you know, to deal with your problems. Because at the end of the day, once you do that, there's no coming back. And the person who cares about you, who loves you, they're going to be very sad and heartbroken. Yeah. So I just wanted to put that out there. So who's ever feeling that type of way, who's ever dealing with that type of situation, I want you to know that it can get better. It can. It takes time. It takes work. But you, whoever's you know dealing with that type of situation, just want you to know you're not alone. And we're here. If you ever want some advice, if yes. you ever if you ever
0: need somebody to talk to, we got your back. Absolutely. Simple as that. That's the reason why we're here, guys. Safe Space New Jersey. You already know what we're all about. We're about helping people who are dealing with the worst possible kinds of demons that have basically taken a hold of life, of their life, of their well-being, because... It's not an easy thing to talk about, you know, suicide, self-harm and like mainly self-deletion. It's affected definitely me as well, you know, because when I first went to Keen, I, I hated it there. I really did I didn't like it there. People were rude to me, people were mean to me. I was going through a really tough time, had a bad breakup, and I was just in the darkest place of my life where I basically asked myself, what's the point of keep on going? But then I remembered the people that care about me. and I And we understand. It's very painful. It's very, 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 very painful to go through these type of emotions that you're feeling. But just know that there's still there's still light in this world. There's still hope in this world. I understand that things could be dark. Things could be like really feel as though like it's the end of the world. I felt like that too. In my senior year at King University, I just wanted to get out of school. I wanted to be done with it. I like the people there were cruel and everything like that. I've had like, I lost touch with some of my friends. I basically said, all right, you know what? I'm just going to go off the grid after I graduate. Maybe I'll take a hiatus. Maybe I'll just disappear, you know, not talk to anybody. And just like, just maybe if I disappear, the world, the world, the troubles of the world might, you know, disappear around me. But then I realized to myself is that, wait a minute, Mm I like who I am. I like the people that I care about, and I and I don't. It just shouldn't matter to me what people think of me, because I know who I am. I know what I want, and I know what I want to go for. And I made a promise to myself, and I feel as though this happened when my girlfriend Melanie came around. I made a promise to myself: if I'm going to go for the goal in the future, I'm going to live the best, best life I can. If people got something to say, let them say it to my face. So. With that being said, mm-hmm. uh, we really uh, are happy that you guys uh, joined with us. Uh, we're really happy to have uh, Isaiah on the show. Isaiah, thank was, you. Was, thank was, you so much for those amazing words of confidence sharing your stories, because I feel as though a lot of people really, really needed it. And um, once again, guys, we are Safe Space Jason, New Jersey. I'm Jordan. This is Jason. But we want to also uh, better light and all hope you're doing well. We want to also wish you
1: a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays.
0: Yeah, Happy Holidays. It's a
1: great time of the year to be with family and friends that, you know, do love you and care about you. And to always be positive. Absolutely. And if you do need help, Safe Space New Jersey is there. Uh, just send us an email and we will respond to you as quickly as possible. Yep. Most importantly, take care and take care of yourself. God bless. <laughs>